I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Well, is that the truth, everyone? How's everyone doing? Welcome to the podcast if you're new to it. Um, if you're just joining, getting settled in with your tea or coffee, big jug of water, whatever you're drinking, and um, settle in. We've got a good program coming today on the podcast. Um, we're going to be doing something a little bit different um, to accommodate. We have uh, Jude Turavan, who's been a friend of the program. Um, actually, friend of the podcast from many books of hers ago, and so she's going to be uh, jumping on um, earlier. So we'll take the bulk. I do see there's a couple of people in the queue, but we'll be taking questions the second half of the program. So just to let everyone know, hold on, stay on. It's going to be a good um, awakening conversation, or you can um, also call back in. And that call-in number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Boy, okay, this morning, a lot of deeper dives with the guides, um, a lot of Patreon uploads that I was doing this morning, getting information um, out to the Soul Path community. And just what I'm going to touch on a couple of things um, to kind of set up the program today um, from what I've been getting from people writing in and calling in. Um, but before I do that, I want to remind everyone to just connect with me, join me on Insta, my Instagram, also YouTube uh, channel. And if you want to deeper dive into spiritualism and metaphysics, um, you can support the channel or uh, do some of the tiers where we meet monthly. I do content, well, every two weeks, but sometimes weekly. Weekly and sometimes a couple of the energy is really rocking and rolling and moving and there's a lot of different things that are going on um, and people are needing extra support sometimes two to three times a week on giving information so and things to do and then if you're soul path journeyer we also meet monthly in a metaphysics and spiritualism salon support is so important with what everybody is going through right now to not get as I say pulled into rabbit holes um, of disinformation or misinformation, misunderstanding. And, and part of that understanding is understanding ourselves. So if that's something that interests you, you can go to Patreon. You can either just put my name in or Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache or just put Michelle Mache, uh, YouTube, and also Instagram. I'm going to be doing um, some things weekly on Instagram and also YouTube, some other things that I'm doing besides videos. So if you want to kind of keep up to date with that, 
And you can also go to my website, soulplayground.life, and sign up there, and I'll put you on a list to keep you in the loop as to what's happening, any, you know, workshops, group situations, or um, soul path support that I'm putting out there, as well as your questions. Um, any questions, email questions, things that you want answered on air, uh, topic or guest suggestions, you can always email me at uh, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And we've got Sadie is great, the producer, and a good team that can help. It's best to do that rather than PMing or DMing me um, because I really try not to get in that rabbit hole of Facebook Messenger. I rarely, rarely look at that maybe a few times a year. So the best thing is really awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or you can also do info at soulplayground.life, whatever, you know, really the old-fashioned, really, I use that to weed out. I know a lot of people like texting, you know, I, I do that for personal stuff. But I'm on so many platforms that it's just, it's a way to manage the energy and keep myself centered and sane you know, for my own private time, my own personal time, healing time for myself. So that is, um, those are ways to get it. And I'm good about getting back. And, of course, there's mentor camps, too, if you need to, get, you know, call me in a pinch or get in touch with me. Uh, and then we have the podcast um, as well. So um, one of the things we're going to be diving in, I want to see what Jude has going on or what her thoughts are. But I, I've really been getting the message for people to not – and I want to ask her this because I've gotten some information from the guides. In fact, I did put it this morning on Patreon. So if you're part of that community, um, Soul Vibers there, Soul Tribe community there, um, I did do some information and actually correlated with Lynn with uh, a question she had or a comment, and it was for the information that I had received um, or pertaining to some of the information that I received about money, finance, assets. One thing I can say, a lot of people calling in and asking and, you know, messaging me and in my workshops and seminars, you know, what, what, you know, what to do with their, their money or resources and, and a lot about the digital currency. And I, I keep saying this, and I say this to people that I know that I work with that are in the stock market or, Trading and some of them are day traders. Some of them, that's probably the best way to go right now if you know what to do. Again, with the, with the you know um, Ethereum, Bitcoin, other digital currency, if you know what to do and to get in and get out, um, yes. But I my 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 information that I'm getting is cash and gold and hard assets come are not going away. Homes, how in fact. That is part of the agenda or the push is to herd people into a situation where you're not in that game. And if you don't want to be, that's fine. So I would say, especially in May, from May to October, if you're not feeling a push or a nudge for something, a pull towards something, this is not the time to do radical changes to follow the crowd or the herd. Okay, really the herd, because there is a mainstream awareness or mainstream people, consciousness, if you want to call it, being herded into a certain 
formidable decision-making process. You don't want to be herded into something right now. You know, and again, we could call peer pressure. So I know a lot of people are right now starting to scramble and wonder, please don't lose your connection to your inner knowing, your intuition. Do your research, multiple sides, left, right, center, up, above, below, as above, as within, as without, whatever. And this is not a t- you're going to, there's a certain energy that's happening right now on the planet, and it's gaining a momentum, and it's also in the astrology. Uh, because I feel people are starting to feel this energy, and things are picking up, and there's this, you know, all, all these aspects, you know, Jupiter, Neptune, and Pisces, uh, Mars there for a bit, and of course going into Aries, and Mercury going there, and Venus, and Jupiter, you know. And be retrograding back. So there's this idea, you know, this I I've got to do something now, or I've got the big idea now. And you very well may be. Make sure you put some stilts underneath those ideas. Put some put some foundation, because we're not going baby out with the bathwater, 3D reality all the way, you know, out. You know, so it's going to feel like that and seem like that. But again having a balanced approach to whatever it is that you're doing or focused on, whether it's relationship or picking up and leaving, coming or going, buying or selling. My sense is, is to, you know, write it out, map it out, and then what are the more tangible uh, action steps? A little bit of prudence here, a little bit of caution. All right, everyone, so today is a bit different. So if you're waiting for a, a reading and to connect with me, I'm definitely doing that. This time I'm doing it after the guest, so hang on, stay on. That number is 347-539-5122. And um, so we're going to get to our guest. I think she's on air now. Some of you know um Amazing astrologer, metaphysician, and author, Jew Curavan. Hi, welcome to the program. I Hello. think you have the wrong person. Oh, she hasn't come on yet. Okay, great. Well, oh, hold on. So well, let me answer your question. So I'm going to answer some questions until she comes on because I don't see her um, in the queue. She has a private number sometimes. She's calling in from England. Um, well, okay, hi, well, what's your first name? Maria, and I'm calling in this time from Greece. So, oh, hi. Greece. I love it. Yes. yes. And I have a question. I want so to visit there in the fall. Well, you know what? If I'm here, please <laughs> write to me and I'll be your guide. Oh, so, okay. basically, so, basically, I... Um, I met someone a few months ago here, and uh, I actually had the guts to actually tell him, like, I'm, would you like to get to know each other more, you know? And he said he wasn't, uh, for the moment, he wasn't uh, into a serious relationship mode, but I don't know if it was just an excuse or was it real? Is he going to, like, regret what he said and he's going to actually, like, come back? So that's my question. He's not there. Okay, so there is. Um, I think there's somebody else you're going to be with. I think that you're you're in cosmic alignment to uh, meet someone. Okay, and that's why this person. I feel this person is. I don't know. Are they? Are, 
unsettled in their life, I'm getting? There's some kind of transition Maybe. or something. Or Yeah. Yeah. So what what do you want what do you want to know in particular? Is he like gonna change his mind and like come back towards me or no? Uh if he does it's it's not real solid. That's what I can tell you. It's okay. not real solid. Yeah. I feel like what I call he's an opener. A bit of a, a door opener. I'm sorry? Opening the door. Well, I call these kind of relationships openers. It's like he's opening the door uh, for you, like getting closer to a a long-term committed relationship. Okay. But he is, um, there's something unsettled about him, or you could be unsettled. You could be going back and forth. There could be some kind of transition you're in. But I would just. Yeah, because I don't live here. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I would just I would just leave it open and and if he does come back because I don't even if he does come back, I don't see him really uh you know, in 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 alignment or ready for commitment. Okay. I think he was already in a long-term commitment. That he's just either just out of or you know, kind of like I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to that again. Okay. All right, All but there right. is a relationship coming, so kind of just be open, be kind of exploring, and keep us posted. You know, in your travels. Yeah. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too, Maria. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm going to take calls until Jude comes on, and then we'll, we're going to chat with her a bit, and then I'm going to take calls to the end of the program. So um, 347-539-5122 is the phone number. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, what's your first name? Where are you um, calling from? Hi, my name is Lola. I'm calling from Colorado. So I have kind of an odd question. It's kind of weird. Um, my daughter tried out for CU Boulder cheerleading, and mm-hmm. she didn't get picked. But there's a lot of movement. It's a lot of politics involved in all sorts of stuff. I didn't realize. Um, and but there's a lot of movement within the, the month of May or June. And I'm just wondering if there's going to be a time where they call her back to be on this team or not. She's going to do competitive cheerleading, but it's different than the college cheerleading. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting, again, the similar energy to the caller before. Is this person coming back or is this situation coming back? I don't feel a real – same one with the caller before. It's strong yes. I do see the competition. Now, this is what I'm going to share with everyone, and I was kind of sharing this at the top of the program. These things right now that seem like no-goes or delays is because it's, it's, it's shifting the track of where you're at. And to some degree, it's shifting the track of your daughter's focus and performance is what I'm hearing. So there's something else. Because I feel like with her competition, I feel professional. Like there's something that she could do with this professionally. 
or could open a door to entertainment or something else. So I feel like she's being, you know, in a way or through a higher self, groomed for something else. Like this is going to get her in a different, a bit of a different trajectory. Okay. Um, if that makes sense to you. It feels like there's some decisions so, coming up that you're going to be weighing. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so a no-go on CU Boulder, but a yes on the competitive. Yeah, competitive and professional. Like she could even get some kind of endorsements or something is what I'm hearing, or someone could spot her. I don't know if she dances, if it's dancing too or something, but I feel no, like there's another. No, it's another the cheerleading one, uh, the competitive cheer, it's called Cheer Central Sons. They are really um, going into a disorganized type of thing. So we're not even sure if we're going to do that now. She's going into college, and so that's why she wanted to do the college cheerleading. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the professional one is, well, maybe, she, maybe there's some other opportunity. Because I do see her performing which is what I look at it. Cheer yeah. nowadays, I mean, cheerleading is not like it was back in the day. It's very dancey and, you know, whatever you call it, gymnastic-y. Um, so, yeah, I feel, but there's something new. So if this doesn't happen, there's a, there's a reason. There's something else, a, you know, a trajectory or doorway of something else that's opening for her is what I'm hearing. Let me check again. One of them is C, one of them is the university. Yeah, but university I feel like that already happened. Yes, but there's a lot of movement within um, May and June and July, people going in and out making their decisions. Does that make sense? Oh. Some people okay. and well, would give not Give me her first name going. or first initial or first name. Her, her name is Kelly. Okay. Well, maybe that's what I'm seeing then, maybe – Whatever it is, I feel like it opens the door for her to do something else on the on the side. It may even be like commercials or local. I see a lot with photography and videoing. Um, so she's definitely going to be competing or doing you know doing her cheering. That's definitely going to be happening. It just seems to happen in a slightly different way than what she had planned. So if that is she gets chosen after the fact or it's a month or two months later or somebody drops out or she's a That's a what I was going to ask then, you. What about the timing? It could, I was going to ask it you about could be, It could be later. It could be like understudy sub and then it comes in or somebody drops out or she's brought in or they have two teams. I don't know. There's something different that's happening there, but I definitely do see her uh, cheering for sure. Do you see a timeline at all? Okay. Guess what I said? It's probably a month and a half to two oh, months. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay, Lola. Keep us posted, and congratulations to her. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. All righty. Call in number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Okay, let's see who we got here now. I'm not sure this is Maria. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Kate. Hey, Kate. Hello. Hey. My question is, um, I recently moved uh, to New Mexico and um, just settling in. I found a place and now um, looking for work. So any hits on 
my next moves. Well, what do you want to do? It's more what you want to do, right? Um, I'm open. Well, what do you want? Well, what do you want to do? I mean, that's not really. Sci- I mean, I could see if you're doing like a, uh, you know, transitional job. But what it is that you want to do? That's not psychic. That's you. You know, what it is? What is it that you want to do? Unless you want to look at it by your, you know, astrology or numerology or what's best for you. But um, what do you, what are you hoping to do? Um, well, there's so many. Um, kind of arts and festivals around here. There's a lot of creative organizations, so something in that area. Okay. Okay. Like what? Tell us more, Kate. Tell us more. Um, I really, no, that's about it. Okay. So you want to do something creatively. Okay. Well, I don't see why you couldn't do that. Do you, have you, you haven't looked at any place yet, though, right? Oh, no, I just landed like a week, okay. a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get, that would be a good thing to check on when you get some, you know, uh, interviews. Uh, that would definitely be something to look at. If you just if you just landed, right? Yeah, so I guess I have a more general question then of how it will work, how the area will unfold for me. Okay, that's a good question. So you're in New Mexico. Now, wait, wait, I love New Mexico. Have you been to Abiquiu yet? Uh, No, sadly, there are a lot of fires everywhere now. So in that area, yeah, there's a lot, there's like a hundred, two fires have merged. And so sadly, the north east area is yeah, not really safe to go up there. Oh my God, all that beautiful volcanic ash. Oh my God, I love. Yeah, oh. but I did go to the okay. the Keith Museum in town, so that was that was pretty cool too. What? Where are you in Albuquerque? Um, closer to Santa Fe. Okay, good Santa Fe. Okay, I love Santa Fe, Taos, Galisteo. Um, yeah, Abiquiu. Okay, let's see. All righty. Okay, I think Jude is coming on. Well, Kate, now, have you moved around a lot? I feel like you you feel still in transition. Definitely you're getting a job. It does show that. Mercury and Capricorn Um, in the ninth house. Well, I have um, kind of a month-to-month place. I mean, I I kind of, I just came in my car, you know, so I put things in storage. So I'm happy with a month-to-month place until I am more clear on my work and where that's at to get a permanent. Yeah, try to do something, I mean, on, also online developing, because the thing is, I feel you're a bit more transitional. Like this may not be your landing spot is what I'm hearing. Well, that's crazy, but yeah. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, where were you at before this? Um, I was in uh, Washington State. Okay, Washington. Did you come to California? I feel you also were in California. Yeah, that was – so this year 
seems to be the theme is a transitional year because before this year, I was in California for a long time, for eight years. And now now things seem to be changing a lot quicker. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel you in California again, but I definitely feel there's something more – transitional or with work, move, more movement or travel where you're trying to find really that community is what I'm hearing. I feel like probably a lot of healing and, and rebalancing will get done. Um, yeah, there has to be ask. a reason that pulled me. There has to be some reason that yeah. pulled me here. Yeah. And I do feel that. I feel with the in, indigenous people, I feel uh, what I feel a lot around you also is, um, art. I definitely think you're going to get involved with something with art, art, music, but even yeah. maybe your own yeah. drawing or That's painting it. or pottery or learning something. There's something of that nature um, that I feel is going to very, uh, that very much ground you. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a good group of people that you're going to be meeting there. Uh, maybe even Arizona, Sedona. You, you, I don't know. There's something mobile about you. So whether you're in your car looking at different areas or you meet someone and they're like, oh, I live over here. And you're like, oh, let me go check that place out or let me go over here. But it is all kind of, you know, southwest, western where you're where you're traveling. It could be a little bit. The energy of Canada is also around you. I don't know what that's about. But also – and. Um, and also in Europe. Now, it could be online, something that you're also doing online. Yeah, I see a lot around you with pottery, which is interesting. I don't know if you're going to be selling something or helping someone manage or organize something. But, yeah, just so, so yeah, things are going to unfold in a way that's workable for you. And I think it's great that you're month to month. I think that's great, and you're just very open because that yeah. seems what, what your soul wants right now. So perfect. All right, sweetie, keep listening. Yeah, I think you. Jude is on the line. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, I see a private number, so maybe that is her. And um, good to connect with you. Yeah. Oh, Lynn, raised home to be on the chat for Jude. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so those of you that are waiting to get your question answered or reading or comment or share, we're going to be doing that after the dialogue, our awakening conversation. Uh, I know some of you have been waiting in the chat for Jude. Yes, good to have her back. Yes, everyone, yes. Uh, call in number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad also. Hi, you're on air. Michelle, hi, it's Jude. <gasps> Jude, hey, welcome, welcome. Okay, I told everybody, but we've got new people coming in the uh, in the chat and on, online, so just want to let everyone know. Um, our Awakening Dialogue today is with Jude Curran, cosmologist, astrologer, and author. Let me just give a rundown of a few of your books, Jude. The Cosmic Hologram, The 13th Step, Hope, The Wave, and The Eighth Chakra. Um, so... If anybody wants to check that out, you can online at judecuravan.com um, and all the other places. Hey, Jude, good to connect with you. It's been a while. 
it, Michelle, it absolutely has. And there's so much that's moving forward. I mean, the flow is, is amazing. So I'm so delighted and grateful to be back. And I'm so looking forward to exploring together with all your amazing community. So hello again. Yes. So what are you, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing. And then, of course, I want to dive into the pulse because, yes, I do believe there is a bit of a quickening. These delays, we can see them in astrology even, are starting to um, attrition. Yeah, it's like these walls are kind of coming down, these obstacle barriers. Um, But what have you been doing? Sounds like you've been always busy, but you've got some other stuff that that you're doing. Sounds like some new projects. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, a few things that are really coming down the wire. Um, The first is my new book, The Story of Gaia, is coming out in October. And I know. um, And basically, it's the story of our living and evolving universe and our living, evolving planet. And us as as Mm -hmm. micro co-creators of our universe's evolutionary impulse so that's coming out in october and it can actually be pre- uh, pre-ordered off amazon already which is oh fun. good yeah uh oh, okay. the other so thing people can uh, pre-order just go to amazon on amazon and they can pre-order the story of gaia yeah, yeah absolutely at least it, for our community in the states from amazon.com you can it's going to be a bit later to pre-order in the uk uh, but certainly in the U.S., it uh, can be pre-ordered now. The other thing is I've been doing is I'm uh, recording an audio book uh, for the Cosmic Hologram that the uh, publisher asked me to do. So hopefully that will be out. Cosmic Hologram as an audio book by the end of this year too. Um, and then the, the other thing that I've been involved with that I'd loved us to explore is that last summer I was invited um, to convene a group of thought leaders with the evolutionary leaders and this was basically realizing that with the you know with a worldview of materialist separation we're not going to survive and thrive i mean we've had many conversations on this Mm -hmm. um and so we convened a group of about a hundred thought leaders who had worked uh diligently um globally and with the united nations and others um, for many years and were very supportive of the S- Sustainable Development Goals of the UN, but realized that they, they can't be implemented coming from a sort of a siloed materialist mm. worldview of separation. So what we did mm-hmm. through last fall and winter is we co-drafted what we're calling a unitive narrative. And what this does is it underpins and frames everything that we're doing. Um, coming from a perspective of, of, of unified reality and a universe that exists and evolves as such and a universe that exists to evolve. Um, so it, it, it sort of frames and underpins all the conversations that you know we've been having over the years. And it's now very much, although it's early days, it's been very enthusiastically uh, you know, taken on board by not just folks within the evolutionary leaders community, but also moving into the United Nations, but also everybody, because this is our collective, unitive narrative as a new story of of unity and diversity. Um, And 
you know, it, it, we begin it with a quote from Joseph Campbell about the need for such a unitive narrative, and we end it with a quote from Teilhard de Chardin, who said something along the lines that, you know, when human beings, when we discover, let me just read from it, it's very short, um, Teilhard de Chardin, who wrote these words after the First World War, he said, someday we shall harness the energies of love, and then, for a second time in the history of the world, humanity will have discovered fire and that someday is what we're saying is here and now and as we wake up to the radical reality of a unitive narrative we will also discover as a species and perhaps for the first time who we really and truly are and who we can evolve to become inspirational mm. mm. wow well, you know, meaningful coincidence or synchronicity, you know, synchronicity are one and the same, uh, right? No, last week we had Dwayne Elgin on, um, sociologist and uh, geologist, and he actually worked with Joseph Campbell, who's author of Living Universe and Awakening Earth. And he was saying yeah. much the same thing, this very unified approach, and that it's, it's not enough just to have an electric car. Um, no. That it's, it's that's a new narrative. It's the thought process. It's it's more of us coming together. And he talked about coming together with our special gifts, our unique gifts. He said we all. He goes, a lot of people are just living from their mere gifts, and they're doing yes. just you know they were were doing just fine. Um, but this individuality, this uniqueness, which I call you know the soul aspect of us, yeah. Um, yeah. you know connecting more from that place and and i don't know about you ju but i really feel it's a it's really a, a grassroots um as, yes. as change all right all is yeah and, uh, and i think now people and i think because it's getting more and more to the point where more and more people are realizing oh it's not going back it's not the same no so, and it was, was never sustainable. Yeah. No, it, 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 never, it was never. It was never sustainable, and it's now an existential mm -hmm. threat to go from that. I mean, yeah. Dwayne is one of my dear, dear friends. And, oh, I um, know him. I, okay. Uh, cool. You know how we we're, met years and years ago? I don't know if you remember that huge, the first Awakening Earth, that huge tome. I found that somewhere in, I think, late 80s. I read it voraciously. And <laughs> when I started this podcast, I actually re I reached out to him. I was just like a fan, you know, like gushing, like you yeah. think he was a pop star or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's a boy from Kansas. He's a boy from Kansas. Oh, <laughs> He's a false yes, boy from exactly. Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> so we kept this kind of phone and email conversation back and forth and then he he you know came on the podcast so of course i thought you would know him so it's just interesting to me that he was saying something very similar you two have a similar approach and he was just yeah. on last wednesday and now you're I love, on um I like it. and it is a yeah. But I also feel it's a convergence as well, Michelle, because what I've noticed, and I'm sure you have and, 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 and the community who's we're in this conversation with have, is, is the, the degree of change over the last few years. And I would suggest that, you know, 
the conversation we're having we would have had back then. But I've noticed over the last year, two years, the degree of linking up and lifting up. And Dwayne published Choosing Earth a little while ago, and he's just republished it with a very updated message. And I, you know, we, we are saying some very similar things. I mean, he and I are both contributors uh, to a new book that he might have mentioned about the uh, what's called the hollow movement. And this is, um, this is an initiative by Emmanuel Kunzelman, who founded Purpose Earth uh, and Greenheart. And it basically goes back to what um, David Bohm was talking about in the early 1990s, about the wholeness mm. of everything and how yeah. everything, you know, it scales up and scales down in this nested, yeah. packed, intelligent, profound interrelationships that, you know, is what I've written about in Cosmic Hologram and the Story of Gaia. And Dwayne's first book, um, The Living Universe, spoke to this. I think it might have been his first book, uh, along with Voluntary Simplicity. But now we're choosing Earth. We've now got this unitive narrative that is the foundation. It's the underpinning and framing, you know, really succinctly in what it means to us or what it can mean to us mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as humanity and, and how it offers us, you know, a support, authentic hope for our conscious evolution. Yeah. He, we, we talked about the, you know, the, the living universe, and of course it is that cosmic hologram, and then you're also reading the story of Gaia. He termed it that, um, uh, from Joseph Kemp, the aliveness, and I thought that's what's going to do it. You know, yeah. I was looking at all my courses, works, everything. I've, it's always been about that interconnected because when you are living what I call spirit-led, soul-fueled, or what people may call more spiritually or metaphysically, it is yeah. that you, you like we're acknowledging the signs, the synchrony, you know, the synchronicities, how things are lining. And that is that aliveness that we're to have this right, this pulse, like the wave back and forth. Um, yeah. I think that... As, as the underpinning of the narrative is what's going to pull us out of the, the doldrums of the past, the confusion. But I do feel we have to get that aliveness. We have to get more people to, to, to connect into that, to feel that aliveness, that the earth isn't against them. You know, that narrative. It's a separatist narrative. It is you know, a separatist Father, narrative. Father, Mother, Sky. Yeah, the patriarchal yeah. God is against us. The, <laughs> The earth is mad at us. Well, she has every reason to be, to be honest. But absolutely. I mean, this is this is why, you know, I feel the story of Guy wrote me because it is the story of a a living, sentient, evolving universe and a living, sentient, evolving planet. And my hope for folks who do read it is at the end of the book they can feel a homecoming to a remembering that we're all Gaians, you know, we're all children, co-evolutionary partners, stewards, community with Gaia. Now, you know what's very interesting, Jude, um, and it kind of goes in this early channeling session I had this morning, we've we've got these complementary, some could call them opposite or oppositional, but I'll call them complementary stances, points of view, narratives 
And so let's just look at this, this juxtaposition, juxtaposition of like what we're talking about and you're writing about it and Dwayne, Aldrin, and others, this aliveness of living universe. And then at the same time, there is this push. And I say we're being pulled by inspiration and there's a push, perhaps by fear. Um, yeah. For this over-digitalized, and I love AI, I love technology, but I was just watching something early, early this morning of the idea of the metaverse of, you know, I'm not saying it's bad or good. I just find it's interesting that we've got this aliveness of nature and Gaia and Mother Earth, and then we have those that want to make the ego source energies and to have avatars where people, and, and there's this push to have, virtual property, meaning people buy property in the digital world universe. Um, and it's not cheap. I was listening to it, and people are doing it already, and they're very excited about it. Uh, one woman even said, you know, I'm in my little studio apartment in, in New York, but I own all this property in the, in the metaverse, and I, and I she just spent $2,500 on this. It's now worth 6000 for this digital art, this NFT. And she's just got she spent thousands of thousands. She says, you know, we're very excited about this. And the, the commentator, you know, asked you, you know, a question, and she said, yeah, eventually we'll have glasses where we're talking. Like I could meet somebody and be talking to them, but then I could be checking Google to do a search on who I'm talking to and, and what's in the search engine, and there'll be data like on a holographic screen. So June. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, for okay, I would do that for a minute or two. That's cute. Let, let's have a little gathering or party. But no, do would I like to live like that? Not really. I, I like I, flowers I that I that I smell. <laughs> I don't want to. I yes. don't want to have computerized smell. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Exactly. But I do feel this is part of our transition and part of our potential yeah. choice points. You know, because yeah, those I think, I think yeah, I, I mean I think Dwayne it's choice was one of the it's choice. How do yeah. we see what do we choose at this moment of choice, you know? The um there's a book called Our Moment of Choice that 43 of us in the evolution leaders community, and I think Dwayne contributed to it as well, but I did, um, came out a year or two ago. It's now just coming out, literally just coming out in paperback, our moment of choice. And there's a, a real sort of um, spectrum of, of perceptions, but they're all really converging on this sense of, mm-hmm. you know, we are at this point of evolutionary choice. So if we choose technological, the technological route that's not informed by wisdom, perhaps, but by cleverness, that is not informed mm-hmm. by cleverness, oh, like <laughs> then, then we'll go down a particular route. But also, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the potential of it also offers us opportunities to say, actually, that isn't the route we want to go down. I mean, I was being interviewed yeah. earlier today by um, someone who is who is working with artificial intelligence, but from a position of consciousness, a unitive consciousness. Yeah. So the question was, you know, can 
so-called artificial intelligence, but if we, you know, if we buy, you know, if we understand a worldview where mind and consciousness aren't what we have, they're literally what we and the whole world are, then there is no such thing as artificial intelligence. Yeah. It's an expression. Well, I think it's going to reside side by side. That's my sense, is that people will choose how they interface, how much of one or the other is, and perhaps there'll be a a mainstream, just as there is now, that, that lives in a certain way with all the, the yeah. bells and yeah. whistles of that. But because it sounds like this complementary approach, um, it's almost like as there's more titanium or more metal, which is an amazing substance, rises, so does the planting of plants and trees and flowers. And so there, yeah. there seems to be this, right, kind of evening out narrative then I agree with you that is there's going to be there is a converging that it's it somehow it's gonna it's it's gonna converge and mash up together like a, a stew. It's and all the parts have to come together. Right? I love I love your saying it's the stew. I always use chocolate cake as a metaphor, but I like that you use stew. <laughs> yes. Because you know, sometimes people put things in stew and you don't think it's gonna um you know, taste that good and and, and then it's a you know then it's amazing, you know. So, yeah, I feel like, so this other narrative that's starting to take, it's always been there, but this idea of the aliveness, the consciousness, the the living. Absolutely. I I agree. And reading Dwayne's work very early on, before we became good friends, you know, that's what really resonated with me. But talking of, of Joseph Campbell, who Dwayne knew and I, I didn't, because Joe Campbell was um, uh, the, the, the sort of the mentor uh, of George Lucas for Star Wars. So this, this idea, mm. what Joe talked about, what Joseph Campbell said is a unitive narrative is foundational is a foundational, you know, dialogue that we need at this time. And that means that it's a narrative that recognizes our unity with each other, with our planetary home Gaia and all her children, you know, with the with what he called the ineffable source of all being. Mm. And to the entire cosmos. And it's a living cosmos. It's it's you know, it's this it's this concept of living as Dwayne uses the term and I do too, that is far beyond, you know, biology. It's a universe mm-hmm. that began, you know, thirteen point eight billion years ago, not as a big bang, but as the first moment of an ongoing big breath. So there is that mm-hmm. sort of inherent meaning and purpose. And it's a and it's an understanding where synchronicities and, you know, our superpower of intuition and the archetypes that are the astrological influences uh, in our collective mm-hmm. psyche all have a natural role, all have a natural part to play. Yeah. It's almost like we're being put in the center and then realize that everything is interwoven within yes. us, as us, through us, and that it that there really are different ways of looking and a lot yes. of the same same thing. Uh, Jude, I got to tell you, people in the chat are saying hello. Sue saying hello. Welcome back. Oh, Lena saying hello. Welcome back. Needed to come Thank back. Waiting for home to to listen to Jude. Yeah. So. Oh, that's so <laughs> kind. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Now, Jude, what is or 
some ways that people can understand this more um, as a concept and a reality and also begin to, I would say, tap in but feel this more? Any okay, that's, I mean, that's idea, vitally. First step? Okay, mm-hmm. well, first of all, we've just updated the wholeworld-view.org website. So what we what we share in that is lots of ways to begin to explore and experience and open up to all of these possibilities. So that's www.wholeworld-view.org. And we also share different ways and different opportunities through our partner organizations and through our quarterly newsletter, which you can sign up for for free. So these are all invitations mm-hmm. to explore and to experience and, and you know, to understand, but then to also experience and ultimately embody such you know, unity awareness. And I really want to emphasize this because you and I have you know, always emphasize this, that we're talking about unity and diversity. We're not talking about uniformity. <laughs> we're not yeah. talking about yeah, exactly. we're talking about unity and diversity so everyone you know is welcome and everyone is invited to this adventure and everyone is invited also to sort of link up and lift up together you know to act local so whatever it is that you know you said how do you begin to do this well just just follow your heart and get involved with whatever feels resonant with you and calls to you and engages you and lifts your spirits and you know whatever it may be uh, on a local basis there's so many resources now and you are amazing michelle at sharing these and, and Dwayne as well is feeling global so act local feel yeah. global and then the whole world view and whole world hyphen view.org you know, expands that still further to think cosmic. But it comes back to each and every one of us. And what, you know, because each and every one of us has our own unique role. You know, we are, it was a, I told you the story, didn't I, when Barbara Marks Hubbard and I were together in Santa Barbara? I don't know if you did. Started in it, it refresh my memory. When you- okay. Well, we were invited by, by mutual friends uh, who hosted a salon for Barbara and myself in Santa Barbara a few years ago. And it was a lovely occasion. And afterwards, this, this wonderful lady came up to us and, and was very sweet. And she said, oh, you're, you're my role models. And then she stopped. She said, no, 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 no. You're my soul models. Mm. So I'm sharing is we're all, we all can be soul models. Let's get, let's Let's let go of being role models and step into our authenticity and integrity as soul models. Ah, I love that. You know, this is the important, you know, it's all important, but just the converging flow is such an important part of this whole awakening uh, process, you know, to our soul, to our interconnectedness with everything and everyone is, is that so much is happening all at once. It is this converging of people coming together and maybe even what seems impossible or, or horrific or stressful. And my sense is to not get pulled off into that because there is this galvanizing that's coming together. I mean, I'm just looking at your site. It's beautiful. Whole, Whole world 
Dash-view.org, those of you that are listening. Thanks, Lynn, for putting it in the chat as well. Um, because I feel right now people are asking that question, what can I do, or two questions, what can I do, where do I start, you know, uh, what can I individually do? And then I feel that's going to just galvanize, you know, it's going to get okay. more and more, you know. I, yeah, you know, start from where you are. <laughs> Yeah. You know, start from where you are. Start from what makes your heart sing. You know, because the, the, the whole story of evolution and conscious evolution, but evolution completely, is that it's non-linear. In other words, a small act of joy or kindness or compassion or reaching out is non-linear. A small action, yeah. a small choice can have huge ramifications. Or not? We don't know. This is the, <laughs> this is the adventure, isn't it? We don't know. So yeah. let's let's make our choices based on what makes our hearts sing and what we know at the deepest level of ourselves is that that point, that place, that inevitably nurturing, loving space of interconnectedness. Beautiful. And you definitely have you know helping with the resources. So, Jude, I know we're winding out of time here. You got to—I know you got to scoot. Um, let me just recap the story of Gaia. That book is coming out in October, but people can in the U.S. can pre-order. Uh, what about in yep. Canada? Because we have a lot of listeners in Canada. Is it the pre-order just in the United States right now? Yeah, I think it's Amazon.com. So, if somebody's ordering from Amazon.com, they can pre-order now. If somebody's ordering from another Amazon, such as Amazon.co.uk. For the folks over my part of the, you know, my side of the pond, um, it's a little while before they can pre-order, but probably only a, a month or so. But definitely, the U.S. Canada, anybody who orders off Amazon.com can do so now. Yeah. Let's see what Lynn is talking. Let's see. It seems they're getting to be a number of groups or individuals are talking about similar things. It would be great to connect and share. Yeah, I'm finding that. I mean, and I'm finding people are more doing their own, you know, inner work, taking the responsibility for themselves, deciding that they can either get caught in rabbit holes or they can be in the creative process. And I think that's a lot of what you are saying, Dwayne is saying, and so many others, is the individual aspect of with these, you know, all co-creators. I think actually we had... Uh, Bruce Lipton on, and he talked about the imaginal cells that we have within our body, but we are those imaginal cells within the yeah. earth and within the universe. So I think yeah. there's, I, I'm sensing, and by the feedback, you know, that I'm getting the messaging is more people are awakening to that idea. Yes. And it, it reminds me of, I think, dude, Einstein said this, if it's all illusion, you might as well pick an empowering one. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, he, he talked primarily it about the... Jung that said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, he did talk about the delusion of separation. I mean, that was what he was really talking about. He was, he was very clear yeah. that reality is real. I think he's jumping up and down with joy uh, at what, you know, the unitive mm -hmm. narrative is now coming forward with and what the evidence is showing. Um, but yeah, very much that. And, and I think the other thing that, that I'm really loving are the... He talked about circles of compassion. And he talked about mm. expanding the sense of me to include we, to include all. But what he did so, he talked about circles. And of course, the indigenous wisdom 
traditions talk of circles where we come together, not in hierarchies, but we come together. So in a circle, because you sit in circle, you face each other. You're not looking at the back of somebody in front of you. You're facing each other. And you're, you're really seeing each other with the eyes of the heart. And in circle, there's the wonderful processes where every voice can be heard, where every voice is, is, is important, where without a, a voice, the, the symphony of that collective consciousness doesn't have its fullness doesn't have its evolutionary potential. So coming into circle, and circles pretty much can be three people upwards, but circles, and then circles on circles on circles, because that is the way that, you know, the imaginal cells of evolutionary potential become the organelles, become the, you know, the organism, become the ecosystem, become, you know, Gaia herself is awakening. Gaia herself is evolving. Yeah. And we are cells of her body. And she and we are cells of the body of the universe. So what a grand what a grand vision this is that still still comes back to each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Jude. So beautiful. Well it's been great spending this time with you. I won't keep you. I'll, I'll just keep the, the invite open whenever you can come back. You always There's always a place here for you. Um, always enjoy our conversations. Bless you, Michelle. Always the answer is yes. And I love the synchronicities. And um, when I speak oh, yeah. next to Dwayne, which will probably be in a week or so, can I, can I say Michelle says hi? Oh, please do. Let him know the connection. Yes, yes. I mean, I still have him go back to his first book, That Awakening Earth. I have Living Universe as well and some other stuff. But um, he and Matthew Fox, who did the, I don't know if you know, the Dominican priest who had creation-centered spirituality yes, yes, in England. Yes, I studied with him. And those two were, like, game-changing. So, um yeah, I love it. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me. That's why I brought him up. I thought, well, I've got to bring up Dwayne for some reason. It's, well, you see, your, your intuition here. is your... <laughs> and yeah, your superpowers, so. all our superpowers, it's your intuition. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's, and for our listeners, what a confirmation, you know, also. Like, you know, this is a, this is a, great, a great track um, yeah. to be a part of, to bring in your individual circle. Oh, Jude, thank you so much. Uh, I always love connecting with you, and I just uh, thank you for all that you're doing and sharing, and uh, thanks for just being a part of this little pond over here as well. Oh, bless you, Michelle. And and thank you, and bless you, and bless all of your wonderful community. It's so lovely to be with you all again. Until the next time. So lots of love. Bye for now. Bye. Take care. Oh, if you just got here later, um, that was Jude Curavan, and uh, you can connect with her at judecuravan.com or wholeworld-view.org. And I went there. Um, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. What synchronicities that we're being also guided in all of this. All right, if you have questions or comments, um, if you wanted a reading and you didn't get your reading answered, that number is 347-539-5122. 
press one on the keypad, 347-539-5122. Hi, you're on air. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Hi. Um, Hi. My name is Who is Ashiel. Ashiel. Can you ask Ashiel? Ashiel. Ashiel. Uh-huh. Ashiel. Ashiel. With an H. Yeah. Ashiel. Hi, Ashiel. Uh, can I, I just, can I get a reading? If you don't mind. Yes. Um, what's your question? My question is regarding my love life. Uh, I'm trying to see what's okay. coming up for me. Um, okay, cool. About last, last week or so, somebody from my past that, you know, Okay. to come back into my life, but I'm not sure yet, so uh, I'm just curious if I can get some kind of okay. insight. Okay, the only thing that I hear is some of the same problems are there about foundation, so if you do start hanging out again or dating, you want to be, there's something different either about how you live or how you want to live or home life, something about the foundation. Um Let's see, what's coming up? So I asked about dating. Person, let's see, this person coming back. Oh, somebody else. Somebody somebody new. I'm moving, you know. Does that make sense? Are you moving? No, I said, uh, what you said uh, earlier, it was just like, it makes sense in the sense that I've changed. I'm not the same person that I used to be. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I went to yeah, so you're kind of thinking they're the same, and you're kind of thinking they're more the yeah. same? Yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting. Like, they may be too much the same. But it does show that you're meant to play it out, meaning you're, you're meant to connect with them. There's something you're going to learn, and it might be how you're different, where how you changed, you know. Um, it, it's, it's somehow going to make you clearer on what you want foundationally, what makes a good foundation of relationship and also living situation. Okay. Right? Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But uh, I, I'm yeah. really hoping that uh, somebody new will come around because in terms of, for me, it's more out with the old in the new, you know? Well, yeah, I do feel you are drawing in a new relationship, and that's kind of like this is the test. Do you get kind of sucked back in even though it's not in alignment totally? Or can you casually hang out, date, check it out, just talk? And then let them reveal because it shows some of the same problems that were there are still there. So okay. you may have been doing a lot of growth. I'm not sure they have. Yeah. Okay. So that's so, why. Let's see. What's the reason? I feel like it's a learning. Yeah, it does show someone from the past. It's a learning. It's a learning lesson. I, I don't know. It's about learning. There's something you're going to learn about yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing that, that I, I know right now that I feel about is just the relationship they worked out because I, I felt there's no respect towards me back then. So, I mean, to be No respect for what? Hashel, say it louder. No respect for what? I, I said there was no respect in the relationship back then. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So, I mean, now... Okay, so that, uh, could, that could be what I'm seeing then, that that's yeah. still there. Yeah. But there is I mean, somebody coming in. Let's see who. But I feel like it, the test is not to get pulled in in this situation and, and try to change it or work with it. So oh, just okay. be, you know, just be, but just be open, but, but, but it's saying don't get, don't get pulled in. I don't know what that, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, because I'm getting, I'm getting love bombing right now. I'm getting so many love messages every day, and I'm, I just, my mind is not there oh, anymore. Oh, you know? that's why. Okay, the guy, the, 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 the higher <laughs> self is good. Don't get pulled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, really like. Get... Yeah. So that's your learning then, not to get, because there's something there foundationally that hasn't changed. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So to keep us posted, hang in there, and yeah, just don't get overly pulled in. You know. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. Thank Talk you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Any other readings? Uh, questions, comments, readings? Uh, yeah. So Dreamscape is not this. Uh, go. I think on the Dreamscape page where the where the replay is, it has a list of the days or dates, which reminds me I'm going to have to shift because uh, I'm starting. We're starting a new journey, preparing for October. I like how every six months I'm getting like there's preparations. I'm getting information of what to focus on or what to prepare for, and then a course or class or support. I'm um, going to be doing something also with sound and the codes. I've been getting Lenny more with the key co- with the key codes. So uh, yeah, something I'm really excited to to, to put out there with um, codes, sounds, music, and imagery to help people align to what's going on um, in the world, on Earth, in the universe, in the Earth, in the world, in the universe. Um, yeah, 347-539-5122 is that phone number. Got another caller. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. It's Jennifer calling from Canada. Hey, Jennifer. Canada. I felt Canada in the house. I felt Canada now <laughs> earlier when I was on the right. phone with you. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Um, my my question is yeah, more ahead. about um, the eclipse that happened on the weekend. Um, I felt mm-hmm. like it sucked the life right out of me, and it, I talked to a few other people, and they said the same thing. And now a whole bunch of people I've been talking to have had headaches today, and I normally don't get headaches, but today I had a horrible headache. Mm. Okay, that can be um, – I think the eclipse affected a lot of people's um, energetically, what we call somatically within the body in a lot of different ways. Some people just felt exhausted. Some people had a lot of anxiety, nervous energy. I feel, okay, the eclipse, but universal or planetary energy also um, that's happening that is causing also some body things. So there, there's like a, 
you know, converging flow, there's a lot that's happening and there's a lot of different ways of looking at it. So all of it's again, I, like I said with Jude, our guest, is the stew. It's like a good stew. You know, you, you might taste some of the spices, but you don't taste all of them. They kind of blend together. One of the things I can tell you with the, that with this um, eclipse energy that's really, really important, um, in fact, I believe I put it on Patreon and gave everybody a heads up on this, is really to look at and feel the subtle changes, the subtle messages. We are really meant to be threading those synchronicities and those messages together. That is all that is going to be guiding us, especially next year. But I feel people are going to get more of a heads up October, November. Um, There's so much that's going to be lining up, and that's how you're going to know what to do or if you're on the right track or if you're meant to do business with someone or connect with someone. I can tell you there will be some kind of life-enhancing synchronicity or meaningful coincidence, you know, coincidence, two parallel things happening. So I feel this eclipse season is, is there's definitely some things that are being eclipsed out. You can feel something where the energy is lessening. I'm not sure if you're feeling that, Jennifer, in your life, but there may be, it could even be an idea or a concept like, oh, I'm not as attached to that, or I don't think that's going to work. I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I want to do that now. Or you have this idea or this direction, and then all of a sudden something else starts taking ground. It starts being stronger, and you're like, oh, I never thought of doing that, or why is this coming up now? So I don't know if you've been experiencing that at all. Well, I was told to, you know, put out um, what I wanted um, moving forward. So, and I thought, well, oh, you know, I'd like my I'd like my kids to do something that brings tears of pride to my eyes. And then I thought about it. And I thought I'd like to do something that brings tears of pride to their eyes. Yes, that's what it's <laughs> going to be individually. And Jay Styling yeah. in the chat is saying, yeah, she had major exhaustion and headaches every morning, and just want to sleep. Now, remember, a lot of people are wanting to sleep because there's so much going on astrally in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so things start to manifest on a kosh or the soul level, the, the blueprint, and then it kind of gains resonance or seem emotionally, you know, the energy in motion, which is all about the resonance, coherence, um, you know, alignment. Is there enough vibrational frequency astrally? And we're breaking down a lot of the, the old astral patterning. And then it kind of hangs in the etheric. So a lot of you that are very sleepy right now or exhausted, you have to understand you're doing a lot of work. A lot of work is healing work being done on you, but you're doing a lot in the astral. Um, I think we had, when Dwayne said this too, and I always have said this in my workshops, that because that's how I live through the subtle energy, is like, I'm like, it's a quarter or an eighth. It's an eighth of who we are. We're these rungs and rungs and concentric circles of light. These just chakras, these, you know, energetic vortexes with no separation. And even Dwayne Elgin said um, last week that science has proven that only 5% of life is visible, all life, only 5% is visible. So I feel for you, Jennifer, Jay Styling in the chat, many of you that are listening, you've been doing a lot in the what we can't see, the invisible. 
and that's also bringing that exhaustion in, especially during these eclipses. And I do feel these eclipses, Lenny, you too, in the chat, yeah. So one of the things that's happening also with the eclipses is that it's, it's bringing an awareness and pushing us or pulling us towards more of our other dimensional experience and part of us through the subtle energy. Kind of what people want to do with AI, augmented reality, and virtual reality and setting up these virtual rooms, my sense is that those are baby steps for people. And it's fun. It'll be fun. But it's like the, the ultimate idea is to connect into the all that is through the subtle energy. And that's where I feel through these eclipses, people are being, the as you look at it, Taurus Scorpio, there's a shift into the earth plane, you know, anchoring or embodying these higher vibrational frequencies or more extended frequencies on the earth plane. It's very much that Scorpio energy, the psychic, the occult, making that more and more and more the everyday reality. That makes sense, Jennifer. That's a great, that was a great opening that you had for us. Great question there. Thank, yeah, no, thank you. That helps a lot. And it, 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 I'm glad people chimed in from the chat room, too, so I can know that other people are going through it, too. Yeah, and I heard I, I had a few friends and clients that were just couldn't even get out of bed. Wow. They were just, yeah, they were just so tight, you know, out of it. They just, yeah, they were sitting lost it. Actually, that yeah, Saturday was basically in bed. I didn't want to do anything. Now, finally, in the last hour, I felt, you know, like doing things, and I felt some energy. So hopefully it stays around. Yeah. yeah. Well, expect peaks and valleys. And so know that when the energy dips, and, and that is a lot of, you know, with this Taurus-Scorpio uh, energy also, this access, uh, very important access is in the awakening the whole process, converging flow, awakening, ascension, is that Leo, Aquarius, access, and Taurus, Scorpio. And the Taurus, Scorpio does teach us that it's not all just tangible, just the over-focus on what we can feel and see. So if you are getting tired, if, if are these peaks and valleys, then know that you're doing work on the inner plane, you know, etheric astral plane and maybe you do need to sleep more or daydream or do visioning or take a nap or just rest and that's also time to um, acclimate and integrate the energies as well all right jennifer keep connected keep us posted as thank how you yeah you're so welcome bye bye hey you're on air oops Hello, you're on. Ciao, Michelle. Ciao, Michelle. Ciao, Ciao. Zoe. I knew you were going to call in today. You came in my meditation with the guys. Zoe, uh, that's so funny. Um, because I, I totally am there with Jennifer. I actually called in because I wanted to talk about this energy and how I've been doing these lucid dreams and napping and whatever. So now that we've talked about that, my guys are telling me how to talk about this other question I wanted to ask, and it's so funny because I try to get up early and I keep doing these short little naps, like 20 minutes, just like in kind of like almost like a lucid state and then just like coming back and just really just wanting to like not 
deal with too much in the outside area. And then I was sad because I thought I woke up early, you know, because I'm on the other side of the world. I woke up early to try to call in. And then I woke up when you're already talking to Jude. And I was like, man, I already missed my chance to call in. And then you finish with Jude and you're like, now I'm taking calls. I was like, oh, man, I have to. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so interesting. Yeah, Jennifer, I'm totally, and a lot of people that I work with and do readings with and, and uh, that do energetic work on this side of the world are also feeling the same thing. They're like, what? You know, everybody's asking me, what's going on in the cosmos? Why do I feel so tired and exhausted? It's the, it's the, it's the same, the same thing. It's, that's what I thought. And I was like, we must just be doing something in the other. Because I never wanted to just swear I'm not tired, but I'm like not sleeping also. You know, it's like this weird, this, um, yeah, I'm like, well, I must be yeah. doing something in another plane. Yeah. And then getting messages. I mean, I kind of went to, I didn't have much sleep. And then I was woken up. No. And then I watched some shows that gave me some information. And then. I slept, I woke up yeah. early. I thought, oh, my God, i got to wake up later. I woke up early. I'm like, how come I'm not tired? And then I got all these downloads, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, you know, there's just, there's like, it's like we're getting, our, our idea of reality is just getting crushed, you know, in a good way. It's collapsing. Like, you could be 24-7, and then you rest up, you do, you know, it's like, it's really holographic. It's really circular. We're really getting into this amazing circular aspect of of being you know and, and you, you just you got to just kind of go with it because we're I mean really becoming more the spiritual aspect of our being on this on this planet on this dimension yeah it's, it's just really about tuning more into the intuition you know because I went to look at this place and I'm thinking okay it's kind of a little bit far away from everybody but then I was like you know I was like tell me if this is right and then I go to look by the front door I'm making this video and there's the, this albino frog sitting on top of the front door and I was like oh frog medicine okay this wow. is like abundance this is prosperity this is fertility this is luck and I was like okay this is the place because I was like I don't know if I'm being a little bit out of my reach or not I was like all right just follow the sign follow the symbols and all of this stuff you know and and uh yeah, I'm just like, all right, you know, it's just more about getting getting the downloads and following the signs than than like you said, having to be so much in this um in the in the physicality realm. So yeah, I totally feel that. So I guess I'm gonna ask you this other question. So there's somebody that I've been um connected to for a lot of years on and off that I felt was like a, a very intense soulmate or twin flame or something like this, who has just Return out here actually Return, yeah. to Bali, um, and it's interesting because he's been being kind of secretive. Um, but I just keep feeling this really intense energy. Like, um, is this person going to reapproach me? But also that he has a fear of reapproaching me. So I guess I just like to know: is this person still avoiding me, or is there like? Um, I I'm going to tell you what I told somebody else because there's a you know the energy and the call are very very similar people returning or jobs. I feel for you it's not to get pulled in if you can keep it kind of light because I feel like they come in and they come out. Now I'm going to say this for every and this again is with the eclipses. Eclipses a lot of time people say oh there's death. it can be there can be death around it big changes. Sometimes the eclipse energy, though, is 
very subtle. It's about choice, and, it, and it's about setting us up for choices six months to 18 months after when the, um, you know, the, the, the cycle shifts, um, the next eclipse season. So I feel with you, Zoe, it's like getting clear on what it is that you really want. By the way, I love the place. And I feel like you're going to be doing videos or something there. You're going to get really into creativity oh, yeah. and it's quiet enough that you can support is what I'm it's hearing. It's above a valley. So it's all view. Like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I feel like there's something, there's a lot of creative energy. I feel yeah. for you on a deep soul level, this is about calling in that perfect compliment, that mate, that soul compliment, and, and not getting caught up. Because one of the things that's happening, and it's also, by the way, the retrograde, there's also some energy, there's been some things happening with, you know, when Venus and Aquarius, Venus and Aries, rather, um, Venus is in Pisces, so it can bring illusion, but when it was in Aries and connecting with, you know, Chiron and Aries, um, there's this whole idea of healing our self-worth and what we're about and what we want and a bigger vision and the whole idea of love. So, yeah, I feel there's for many people a lot is going to be flooding back. Love relationships, you know, people, old flames, connections, whatever, also jobs, uh, career choices, ways of earning income or drawing in income, you know. So yeah. anything that has to do with the values, what is we this, value. Is this like so a, is this like a, a testing or is it? Yes, is it like yes. A, Yes, and eclipses bring can bring tests. You know, it's, and it's a test for that. yourself. I, vibra- I yes, vibrationally. That. Yeah, it's I about a, a, test, a vibration. But I also do feel it setting up something for this, like, love or this person or this partnership to actually enter. Come that's in. That's why I'm like. That's why, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm saying, so yeah, like, definitely. But that's why you got to be clear. Like, what I'm wanting to bring in this call. I'm, this is what this is what they. You know, it's not about hair color. As you know, I know you know all that. But it is about okay. What does this person do to me? What do we do? We get up. They do their music or art or whatever they're creating. I'm creating. We do stuff sometimes together. They their friends. I am like. So start visioning it because this energy. A lot of people. This the same energy is up. And so people are starting to reach out, some of it in a little desperado way. You know, they're desperate. Or they don't know. They feel the energy up. They feel the change. But you have to see, because I feel who you're going to be, you will just know. There's going to be no question. I mean, and that's it's how more I've always felt about this person, but that's why I'm yeah, like, what the fuck is this person returning? Because I've already, already been like, this person is not going to come up to my pace, you know, just not. But um, but that's why, yeah. Like, so you're just compassionately open to them, but letting them flow in and out, and not getting pulled in. That's the whole thing right no, now. No, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not food. reaching like, out. I'm not, not reaching out to this person. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You know, like if if good if this person reenters, okay, I will hear and see them. But I'm not. That's why I was like, you should reach out. I'm like, nope. <laughs> No, no helping along. No helping along. No. All right, Joe. I think I got one more caller. Good to connect with you. And I love that I came in the meditation, and I'm like, I feel Zoe. Zoe's gonna call. I can feel her. I can feel her. Okay. 
Big hugs. I love you and thank you for a Big, nice show. Lots and, of love. Uh, the clarity. Lots of love and light. Lots of love. Beautiful in Bali. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Hi, you're on air. Hello. A quick read. Oh, there you are. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi. Hello. Who am I speaking really? with? Oh. I can't. Uh, Hi, what's your first name? What's your first name? Hello, it's Natasha. Hello. Hi, Natasha. Hello. Where are you calling from? Hi, calling where are you calling Canada, from, please? Natasha? Oh, uh, Canada. Canada. Well. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello. Love it. I was wondering if you could do a quick uh, tune into my energy to give me an idea about what I could be expecting in terms of, um, like, I just moved. And just uh, with my body, I was wondering if you see any healing with some issues that I've been having. Or maybe uh, anyone coming into my life. There's just been a lot of change. Yeah, more people, a lot of change. If anything in the stomach region or that area, lower region, is definitely healing. Pay attention okay. to digestion, digestion, certain foods. Definitely you're moving into an upswing. I definitely see a different group around you. So if you just moved, there's some, some group that you're going to connect with, um, online okay. and in person. Um, okay. It, it shows, okay, yeah, new area, different group. Just you're going to be much more active, much more communication, really kind of up-leveling. Just get out, walk around, drive around. Just get out. That's all I'm hearing is just get out because the, your, your energy is starting to pick up. And, yes, it is wanting to connect with other like-minded individuals. So you're coming into an upswing okay. is what I'm hearing, Natasha. Okay. All right, that's good. I love it. Green, Colorado. We had everybody all over the place. All right, take care. Okay, bye. Oh my God, you guys! I almost want to cry. I just love you all so much. I felt this. What a I don't know. Every day is a gift. Um, I don't always feel every day is a gift, but every every Wednesday with everyone is definitely a gift. I always feel that. and when I'm connecting with everyone. Oh, I love it. We've had scholars from all over the world. That's just very cool. So uh, world, uh, wholeworld-vieworg.org for Jude Curvan. If you want to find out more about what's going on with her and this unified connecting to the unified field of consciousness. Love for you. Um, I want more people to connect. Let's make a interconnect, the awakening community with the YouTube, the podcast community. I'm going to be doing some things to bring that more together too. But if you're just listening or you've been listening for a while, please subscribe to the podcast. I never say that, but I realize you can subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave an appreciation comment if you feel like it. Um, Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come hang out at Instagram. Um, come check me out over there. What else? What else? Uh, Patreon, soulplayground.life. Just let's all keep connected. Um, yeah, Jay Stylin. Yeah, awesome time. Yeah, I really felt awesome, awesome, awesome time. All right, lovers of light and love and healing energy and just beautiful soul shiners. Um, just take good care of yourself and, um, 
Let's all keep connected, okay? Keep just shining bright, sharing your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?